Hey guys, welcome to my series of podcast episodes about what? How? Um, My goal with these episodes is going to be to try to explain to you what a certain comprehensible input strategy is and how to implement it in your classrooms. I hope they're helpful for you. What's up? I know it's been a long time since I've done another episode of my what, how podcast episodes. That was a little awkwardly repetitively, but I've had a couple requests from people to talk about different activities that build community in the classroom and can kind of get certain kids to open up that maybe are a little more reserved or shy or not feeling like putting themselves out there. So the strategy I'm going to talk about in this episode is called card talk. Um, It can also be adapted to be a digital version called slide talk and it's super simple and it's very flexible and I'm pretty sure you can make it fit in any unit situation anything that you're talking about you can take a day and do card talk as your guided oral input so basically the idea is that you would give students all like a piece of paper or a card Um, I don't have them use like the whole piece of paper. You could. I usually have them fold it in half, Um, especially at the beginning of the year. If you're doing this, you can have them write their name on one side. And then on the other side, you can have them do the activity for card talk that I'm going to explain to you. Um, Or you could just have them draw on a piece of paper or insert an image into a slideshow um, in order to get things to talk about that are personalized to your students. So basically... One of the first times that I like to use card talk is in cycle one, phase two of the Stepping Stones curricular framework that talks about um, preferences. And so an easy one is to just tell the students, draw something that you like. Or if you're doing slide talk, insert a picture into the slideshow with your name on it of something that you like. Super simple, but what's really neat about this is you can purposefully kind of walk around the room as the kids are drawing or inserting their slides, and I would set a timer for this, whether it's a digital activity or have them do it like the day before at the end of class, and then you can collect them all if they're paper copies or they'll be in the slideshow if they're slides, Um, and basically you... You would look through them and find something that like either a bunch of the students have in common or maybe there's like two students that are opposite or something you're really excited to talk about or you know your kids will be excited to talk about. So a lot of times when I do the card talk or slide talk about what do you like, one of the things that comes up always is like dogs and cats. Like who likes dogs, who likes cats. So in order to get those students that are maybe a little bit more reserved involved in the conversation, what's great about this is you're talking about that student and talking to that student, but you're not putting them on the spot. So I could be walking around and I could see that um, quiet Johnny loves dogs. So I know that that's going to be a hit in my class, right? Because I know dogs are super popular. So then when it comes time, when the time is up for them to finish drawing, you know, I count down, they put all their writing utensils away, or they have to close their computers, and I'm just displaying the slideshow on my screen. The, um, I'll pick Johnny's card or his slide, and we'll talk about it. And I'll be like, oh, Johnny, Johnny, you like dogs, right? Like, I'm like, I verify first. It's like, yeah. So then I'm like, oh, class, Johnny likes dogs. Who in the class likes dogs? And a whole bunch of them raises their hand. And then I'm like, Johnny, look, you have 15 friends in the class that like dogs. And then I'll be like, uh-oh, 
who doesn't like obviously i'm doing this in the target language which is why it sounds so weird when i'm saying it in english but i'm trying to make it comprehensible for my students when i speak to them in spanish but i'd say something like who doesn't like dogs and there might be like the one or two kids that like raise their hands and i'm like oh no look johnny josh and josie i don't know why they all have j names don't like dogs oh no and then you know you can leave it at that if you want to or sometimes you might want to like ask them a quick question in l1 in english especially if it's like the first week or two of school so i might ask josh or what did i say her name was josie I might ask them, like, oh, why don't you like dogs? And I ask in the target language, but I let them answer in English. And then I'll kind of review. That's not the word I'm looking for. I'll recycle that language to them in the target language that they just said. So they might be like, oh, dogs are smelly. And then I'd, I would be like, oh, dogs are smelly in the, in the past year in, um, in the target language. And so then, if someone else had drawn a cat in the class, I might go to that person's desk and grab their card or pull up that slide and be like, oh, look, Julie, it's <laughs> another J name, Julie prefers cats. <gasps> class, look at Julie. Julie, you prefer cats? And she might be like, no. And I'll be like, oh, hold on, Julie do you like cats? Yes or no? And she's like, it's giving me a thumbs up or nodding her head or telling me yes. I'd be like, Julie, do you like dogs? And she'll say yes. And I'll be like, do you prefer cats or dogs? And she might be like holding up two fingers to indicate like both of them. And then we can all celebrate together that Julie is not a traitor like we thought she was. Don't worry. I'm the traitor in all my classes. I'm the cat person. I like dogs. I just don't want to own one at this point in my life. And then, you know, you're forming these relationships. Inside jokes get started this way in your classes, and it really builds that community quickly. Um, one time we were doing, we were doing I, just, I just remembered this because it was really funny. We were doing a card talk, and I have it on video on my YouTube channel. I don't know where it is, but we were doing a card talk about places for cycle one phase one that's describing settings in the stepping stones curricular framework and it was something about like your least favorite place or your favorite place and somehow someone like drew a bathroom or something and we got on the topic of like showering and someone like never showers and like like not seriously as a joke obviously you need to be careful based on who the students are in your classroom on where you can go with jokes and things like that I wouldn't recommend trying to do that on purpose but things like that just happen where you get into these goofy conversations where like the kids are laughing and the kid who I was joking with is a super good sport and I knew that because I've taught him for three years so I knew that he would be fine if we went there um and it was just so funny and then like another kid put like their favorite place as school and so then I was like, oh, he's my favorite student. He loves school because of Spanish class. And then I'd be like, who else loves Spanish class? And I'd give him like that look, like you better say yes, even though they know I'm kidding, mostly. And then I will oftentimes, um, I'll try to bring in some of the opposites or differing opinions too. One time when we were doing card talk about Again, about places. I think it was like a place they went on vacation. <laughs> Sometimes the kids who are not great at articulating through their artwork, which is why side talk can be a good option too. 
but you really got to limit them to how many pictures you want them to put on a slide. But one kid put a picture of, he went to Hawaii, I think it was, and he tried to draw a picture of a volcano or a mountain and him like on the side of it. And somehow this story developed where like this was not true at all. But because of his drawing, we were like, wait, did you climb a volcano? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, a volcano? Volcano is dangerous. There's fire. It's hot. And that was like, did you go in the volcano? Like, I think he meant a mountain, but it just turned into this whole thing. And then we had this whole story about how the kid went into the volcano and the volcano like shot him back out and like he flew to space. And and anyway, so inside jokes, community building, all of that can happen through this activity of personalized content. And because you get to choose as the teacher whose cards you're going to talk about first or which slides you're going to pull up first, you can purposefully pull in those students that are a little more shy, reluctant to open up, not as forthcoming. Just make sure you're doing it in a respectful way that is um, respectful to who they are, especially if you don't know them. So that is card talk and slide talk. Give it a try. Let me know how it goes.